0: Hello, guys, welcome to Run Planet 365, where every day we talk about uh, different things. And today's topic is going to be you know, what is your favorite running distance and why you should always specialize in the one event that you think uh, fits your um, not only your training, not only your lifestyle, but ultimately. Uh, the exercise where you are the most efficient at, uh, and a lot of times it takes a lot of t- trial and error to figure out. So, and you know, to which one are you the best at? Is it a 5K? Is it a mile? Is it a 10K? Is it a half marathon? Is it a you know marathon? Is it is it ultra? And it can just be anything, you know, it could be even some people are gifted at 100 miles, 200 miles and whatnot, you know, so it just, I guess in running, it's kind of like you got to figure out what your sweet spot is. And, um, I've been running ever since high school and that was in 2001. And of course I took some time off between a little bit there, but you, I could pretty much say that I've been going at it for roughly 20 years, uh, so when I was 16 or 17, and now I'm, you know, 36, 37, so 20 years with on and off, not, you know, a little bit, a couple of years where I took some time off, but I still was running a little bit, you know, Um but, but, but clearly I could say that since 2011, I've been pretty much going for 10 years, at least, like you could say that, you know, I've been going at it, maintaining my, um you know, my best and trying to find different distances that I thought that I could be the best at. And so far, you know, I want to talk about a little bit about me and, and my, my wife. And then that way I can use those examples to help you guys. And, and then hopefully that you learn something from from my side. Um, I, I think it's one of the most important things you have to realize is what you enjoy. And sometimes you can enjoy different things. Uh, I've enjoyed um you know different things i've enjoyed doing um uh half marathons i've enjoyed doing 50ks i've enjoyed half marathons i've enjoyed doing 10k 8k it just really depending what i decided that my focus in that season will be and when i put all my times like um for example there's a v dot uh timetable and stuff you can just put all your things in a line, and then you can see that hey, you know which one is your strongest event. And even so, when I put all my events uh, together, uh, you get points for your strongest event. And my strongest event is um, is half marathon. And um, of course, what's what's when you put it like um, your best time, and but it's. Uh, sometimes I like to try different things, you know, shorter and uh, longer. So, but it's important that to try different things just because, you know, sometimes that, you know, if you do one season, something else, and then you come back to different season and then you just see how you enjoy yourself. Uh, And honestly, you know, for somebody that's coming off and haven't been running much, you know, maybe I've had clients and and people that I run with that they they don't actually enjoy the racing part. I know it's sometimes there are people like that too, and there's nothing wrong with that. People just like to train, and once in a while they jump in a race, but that's not their main thing. Um, I guess it's okay. You know, it like there is no right or wrong. But I've never been one of those people. Like for me, I I like uh, I I guess I I like training but i think i like the racing part more uh because training is just training you know like it's it's sort of like it's got to be done yes it's good it's bad sometimes it's moderate sometimes but what i really enjoy is the racing experience because there's nothing like it because i train to race and uh, that's where everybody goal should be you know you train so that you can go and race well um you don't want to train so hard and then go and race not so good. You want to make sure that you. It is better even to not race, uh, not train as hard, but be able to deliver more optimal results in the race. So you could try to figure out what your distances are. If you, if you take all your times and and put them, uh, you know, on a table and see how many points you get. Like there's a V DOT, Jack Daniels and stuff. And like for each performance is worth. Like, and then you'll see that, oh, maybe I'm better at marathon. Maybe I'm better at half marathon. And then you can kind of adjust your training and then you can, you know, find out what you really like. Because at the end of the day, if you like something, that you're more likely that you'll be motivated and be able to go train. And even when the motivation disappears, you'll still be able to do it because it's it's nice to do your best. And it's nice to know that, hey, I'm not bad at this. I'm pretty good. You know, this is something that I enjoy. So whether it's a 5K, whether it's a mile, um, you know, whether it's a 10K, half marathon, marathon, whatever, you know, it just it's your job is to find your best um, event and then you train for it. Remember, the the longer your event is, the more specific, the more longer it will take to achieve like marathon is like for my wife, marathon is, is a special day, right? um special event uh she it's something that we try to protect meaning like we will not run a lot of marathons at all in our career uh we will run when you know when the shape is there when she's excited when training has been going well because i know that for her marathon takes a lot out of her and also she puts a lot into it in a build-up so anytime like there's been a couple times in a build-up and usually it's in the winter months of in Chicago that it, it happened last year and, and, and it, it might even be looking like it's happening this year Um, that she's just not able to get a good rhythm and for marathon training you need good rhythm and what I mean by that is you need to know deep inside that you're in some sort of shape to be close to get your PR or to be a competitive in the race you know whether sometimes you have some you know things holding you back a couple injuries couple sicknesses and you're not just every week something a little bit here and there and you just don't fully achieve that you know that expectation that you have because in in you know for marathon especially in in, in her case is we don't just want to start go to the line and just run right we want to be able to go to the line and progress and improve our personal best so that way you know we've done it every year um so has there been times where she didn't improve yeah one year she ran 238 because that was in bulgaria during covid and a lot of things went we had to change the marathon the last day i mean imagine today saturday being told that you're running instead of Riga Marathon, you're running Bulgaria and you got to fly seven hours tonight um, and then standing on a start line tomorrow. Yeah, it's, you know, you're not going to run your best. Um, But anyway, for her, she's found out over the years that her best is marathon, okay? When we compare to her half marathon, we compare to her 10K, 5K, it's non-comparable. Like, she's not world-class in any of those But in a marathon, you know, if you put her IAF points, she's definitely considered uh, elite and world class. Um, You know, even with the fast times that people are running, you know, 2.30 still considered uh, for a woman. um, I would say that it's an elite time. It's seven minutes ahead of the trials uh, USA uh, qualification and of course now the next goal for somebody like her is to run under the olympic standard which has been just changed recently to 226.50 so obviously that will be the next big goal and and you know when you want to achieve something like that you really got to put in the training and put in the effort and, and do the right thing um so for her she knows that marathon is her um one big thing that she's gonna concentrate, and she knows that you know she only wants to. It's it's like it's like Elliot Kipchoge has chosen to do her his thing, and he knows that it's marathon. He doesn't care about a half or 5K. Yes, will he run a 5K or a half marathon sometimes for fun and things? Yeah, but really he's known for being a great marathoner, and every time you know stepping out there and producing his best, uh, even if that means sometimes the great marathoners are uh, you know even if that means. Sometimes not racing for, you know, one one season and something that's, you know, to, to protect their, uh, I guess, um, you know, you, would you want to race when you're not fully 100%? Probably not. You know, you want to only strike when you're when you've done the job and you feel like you're capable of, you know, being your best. Um, so uh, other times of the season can be used as preparation periods and things like that. So ask yourself you know what do you like do you like 5k do you like 10k or do you like longer distances and honestly the marathoners um, they like long runs and when you meet people that say i love the long run it never gets me tired those are the people that are just marathoners okay they can double their half into the in a full race in a, in a marathon and of course that probably fits my wife which is you know, most of the time, she just takes her half and doubles it in a marathon. I'm not able to do that. I'm more of a, I've always been more of a strength guy. And and sometimes I have to focus on endurance aspect a little bit more. So that way I can maintain my strength and endurance in a marathon. But overall, you know, I've never been an actual speed guy. So like, I, I have this kind of like, yeah, I can go good paces, like, you know, 440 450 pace but I've never really been a real speed guy like I don't have that sprinting or speed ability I'm more of a you know I can hold a fast decently fast pace for long periods of time that's my strength so I've learned over the times that hey you know like my strength is that at that one hour race pace and you know that's that I always worked at it and, and you know that's been something that I've always focused and and At times, I I find different ways to focus on it, and sometimes I focus on different races uh, just to get back. But eventually, I always come back to my favorite event uh, because it's something I like and something it's sweet, you know, uh, spot. So you got to find out uh, what's going to get you out of the door, what's going to get you excited, you know. Is it going to be a 5K? Maybe. Maybe you have only enough time to train for a 5K, so you go out there and, you you know, you you can run less miles. You focus on the quality aspect. Maybe even afterwards you do an 8K or 10K or even a 10 mile, you know. Sometimes some people enjoy the half marathon like myself. And then there's people that enjoy the mar- marathon and they don't jo- enjoy the 5K. Like my wife does not enjoy the 5K. She hates it. And for whatever reason, just especially indoor track or anything like that she hates it she likes free roads open space just get out there and do the thing you know so everybody's been you know everybody's so different guys you know you gotta find out your sweet spot and you know once you find out your sweet spot then you can focus on getting better uh, sometimes you know you have to try different events and then but you always know that you're gonna come back to your sweet spot because if you you never want to lose your strength You always want to keep your strengths, guys, but you want to just improve your weaknesses as well. So obviously, if you don't like long runs, you don't like endurance, so if maybe you're more of a speedster, so obviously, that's going to be your weak spot, but that doesn't mean that you shouldn't work on it and improve that because at the end of the day, guys, even if you have all the speed, if you don't have the stamina and endurance to be up there with the people that are you know your level you're not going to be able to use your speed at the end because you're not going to be there for your kick they're going to be a half a mile ahead of you so remember at the the winner at the end of each race is 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 the one with the best endurance you know if everybody's got the best endurance the same endurance then the winner will be who can kick all, kick in, in the last like yesterday we watched Tokyo marathon and there was four or three guys four guys whatever coming down the last 100 200 meters and all from Ethiopia and all started sprinting and you know in one only winner so it's like they all had the same endurance they all ran like 300 per k which is 448 pace for 26 miles and then whoever was able to kick off that and i'm not sure how fast they kicked maybe you know maybe it was like a 420 pace 430 or whatever whoever was able to kick off that pace won the race. And that's a big difference between first, second, and third. But the the, the main idea here is that they all had identical endurance. So when I go to a race, our number one goal should always to work on our... We have to... Remember, speed is important. Stamina is very important. But endurance is the king. You got to have the endurance. If you don't have the endurance and stamina... It doesn't matter how fast you are because you even if you sprint at the end of the the race, there's gonna be all the people are gonna gone long time ago. So that's why if you feel like hey, I need to work on my endurance and while still maintaining my speed and stamina, then that's what you do. You know, you say, Hey, this season I'm gonna focus on a half marathon, you know, uh, with the with the focus on strength and also i'm going to focus on a little bit of endurance in there maybe next season you say hey i'm going to implement a little bit like a marathon maybe training but maybe i'll not race a marathon but i'll focus more on you know longer runs so i think it's important that you that you just play around and you realize that like everything is important easy days are important stamina is important endurance runs are important hill sprints everything that you can possibly n- talk about is important because remember the more efficient you can become because remember we in 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 running you can improve three things always right vo2 max which is barely improvable that's kind of born uh, economy economy is the most important one and and fatigue resistance right so when i say economy is like you know like mm-hmm you're going to be able to improve um i guess how efficient you are the more more running you do the more mileage you do the more more efficient your step becomes the more you're resistant to injuries the more you're able to train harder and faster if you don't have the endurance if you don't have a good aerobic base There's only so much work that you can do, and then you can't improve. You're kind of like stuck. So that's why we see a lot of times everybody improving each year a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, because not so much because they've gotten faster. It's because they've improved their endurance every single year a little bit, a little bit, and they've kept improving the speed. But the speed maybe has stayed the same. It's just the endurance aspect has gone up every um, year. And in the case of my wife, you know, We've just been trying to improve her uh, heart rate every single year. That's why it's crucial, you know, that we do lab testing. and And I and I took her to Latvia to to do really professional lab testing. They got one of the best labs tests in the world. Um, you know, we were able to 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 accomplish everything. We were able to, you know, to to understand that, hey, what we need to do in the, in her case, you know, to improve. And we, of course, we know that it, it's going to take a long time but we know that you know we basically have to become very good at the lower heart rates and also become very good at the high heart rates you know so that's why we focus a lot of times running at 70% heart rate 75 you know 80 you know also like higher and i talked you know this is episodes not really about heart rate but it's just about give you an idea that every year that we still we 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 work on in endurance so that way like if one year at one fifty you know she's producing um you know like seven flat pace maybe next year at six fifty maybe the following year's at six forty, so over the three years you know she can come from eight flat to like let's say to six thirty pace at one fifty and nothing really has changed you know otherwise she's just becoming more efficient so her economy has gone up her vo2 max has stayed the same but those are the things that that you know once we are able to do workouts why the workouts feel easier it's not just she's running harder it's just it feels easier for her because she's getting more endurance every single year so that's why they always say endurance is the king and it should never stop You know, you you should always understand that, you know, easy running is crucial. The more easy running you can do, the better runner you're going to be in the long run. Yes, we need to do workouts here and there. Yes, we need to do speed workouts and lactic sprints and hill sprints. All of that is needed. And gym, all of those things are crucial. But the most important thing is just being able to bring uh, consistency in your training every week, every year and be able to like you know have structure your training in a way that you have you know where you're training hard you have your peak race and then you have your down period you know you don't always want to be going 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 because eventually your body's going to break down we want to have these cycles you know we want to understand like hey this is the focus on base this is the focus on speed and so on that you're able to do you know um, your best training and the more the better plan you have, the better success rate you have and remember that every year, like no matter what, sometimes you can even you can do more mileage and less workouts, and then when you come back, you're even faster than you were before ever before and the question is like why I didn't do any speed work well because you now stay starting at a higher base okay um just like in chorus it has base fitness points and even though i was doing a lot of fast workouts in october in in uh, uh, on um, november my base fitness now is much higher because of the mileage of implemented so mileage is always the king guys remember that but as long as you're not getting injured you have a good form and you're still maintaining the other aspects of training so I hope that you enjoyed this short episode on you know choosing your best distance. Um, look, the fastest way to know what your best distance is to basically just be aware of you know where you're most successful. Like according to where do, you know when you line up those things, uh, which distance gives you the most points, and that way you know how to structure your training. And if you know your weaknesses, maybe you're very slow, so you would try to do some you know some strides once or twice a week or even three times just so that you work on your weaknesses you don't want to forget that you know just because you're slow or your speed is your weakness doesn't mean that you should never do it in fact that we should address those things and we should make sure that we we we, we bring the gap between so if you are really bad maybe you can just be average uh, keeping your strength strong always remember what is your strength strength like my for me is tempo running don't lose the strength the moment you lose the strength you become good at nothing like if my wife's strength is long runs and marathon training i don't want her to lose that ability you know that's her strength you know she can work on other aspects but you do you always want to maintain your strengths um so and and just plan it in the long run and understand and give your bodies um give your body a break once in a while too if you, if you, I've learned that sometimes by giving myself a break after a successful goal or after a season, I take a down week or two weeks. And I've learned that even though I lose the initial fitness or maybe gain five pounds, I've learned that my body thanks me, it rests, it gives an opportunity, and it comes back stronger. It might take a longer time, but it does come back, turn around, and it comes back stronger and it's being able to do more greater performances. Uh, one of the reasons one year I was running a lot of marathons and then I just, you know, shut it down for two weeks. And what I did was I just went to Dominican Republic with my family and just laid down on a beach, took some road trips there, you know, like see the country, uh, ate a lot of food every day, uh, gained five pounds and really didn't think about running at all, you know? And then, when I came back, of course, I was a little bit overweight i was but I was so mentally fresh that my I was so motivated really motivated to train and obviously, when you get that motivation to train, you know like you can't beat that feeling because then you're just you know you're willing to do good work and and then that's what leads to great performances and then again, when you reach the great performance. You need that downtime. I know a lot of times we don't want to lose that fitness and we, we, we're afraid. But I've learned that it's best to just let it go, lose it all. Who cares? You'll come back stronger. So it's kind of like, you know, don't worry about that part. So pick a goal race, right? If you've got a 5K, 10K, half or marathon, focus for that, you know, do good training and once you achieve that or you don't achieve whatever as long as you have a cycle take some downtime and regroup and then start again going the next direction so that's very important guys you know the recharge periods are extremely important so anyway guys I hope you enjoyed this episode again for any more questions if you guys want me to talk about anything honestly I can talk about anything that you guys want, and I know there's a lot of listeners. I always get some things, that, so I try to talk. So if you provide feedback, I'm able to give more uh, information, and honestly, you know, I enjoy giving feedback. So uh, again, if you need some information or you want to be coached or you want anything, um, please email me, and I know I probably should change my email because I think it's too hard to remember. Um because my first and last name is not so easy. But if it's just you want to email me at A-R-T-U-R-S-B-A-R-E-I-K-I-S-1 at gmail.com, then uh, I can answer you all the questions if you you want to be coached. Or if you have questions about podcasts, you want me to do a certain episode, I will do that for you guys. Um, Again, remember... You can find me on Instagram at A-R-T-U-R-S-B-A-R-E-I-K-I-S. Uh, and it's Arturs Barakas is my first and last name, uh, originally from Latvia, so Eastern Europe. So obviously it sounds kind of like harder for people to pronounce. I don't expect anybody to pronounce my name correctly, but... Um, but you, can, you guys can find me there or just email me again at my first last name, one at gmail.com. And I will provide you with um, any information that you need. All right. Have a good day. Bye-bye.